In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. This thing on. Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here, and today we're going to talk about video email which is a huge opportunity and something everyone should be doing, especially if you're in sales. But before we get started with our awesome guests, uh, this show is brought to you by storycruise.com. Storycruise is the ultimate resource if you're looking for videographers, video editors, or video techniques like this. Go to storycruise.com for all of your business video storytelling needs. Ethan, Thank you so much for being on the show. We're getting here. Ethan's here from BombBomb, an incredible software that I've used. Um, and it helps get video into email. Thank you, sir, for being on. Yeah, thank you so much for the invite. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so let's, get, let's talk right away about the software because I think it's a, it's, it's a really cool software. What can it do? And, um, you know, and then as we get further on, we'll talk about strategy. Later on, we're going to talk about structure and how to, get more, how to have a system for video emails. But uh, first, just tell me a little about, a bit about BombBomb. Sure. Yeah. Started in 2006. Uh, we've got customers in, I think, 40 countries around the world. Uh, when I started, we had a couple hundred. Now we have more than uh, 45,000. And so it's, you know, but that's still super early. Uh, there aren't a lot of people doing uh, what we're going to be talking about here, which is replacing some of their plain typed out text with simple personal videos. Our whole premise is that you are better in person, um, that even if you're not a revenue quota carrying salesperson that you do need to sell at some level, uh, that you need to influence, connect, persuade, et cetera. And so, you know, we do that best eye to eye, face to face. So our whole goal is to make it super easy for you to look people in the eye through the camera lens, to be there in person when you can't be there in person. And so, you know, we let you record and send videos from Gmail, Outlook, our web app, our mobile apps from Salesforce, Outreach, SalesLoft, and a bunch of other CRMs and platforms, uh, and then track the results so you know who's opening, who's clicking any links you provide, who's playing your videos, so you can follow up more effectively as well. So we just want to get you face-to-face with people. Very cool. And, you know, what's the, what's the use of using that uh, versus, let's say, just putting a link to my video in there? Great question. And a common one too. There are are a couple things we do in particular to make this fit. So we have over a thousand people in our customer base who have sent a thousand videos or more. Wow. Okay. So like I've sent about 9,000 videos myself and you're never going to get there if you have to find some recording software, record it, save it to your hard drive, uh, upload it into say YouTube, but you're going to mark it as unlisted because it's not for everyone. It's just for this one person or for the small segment of people. It's not for your channel. It's for 
you know, communication. And so, uh, so we eliminate all the steps. You can upload videos into BombBomb and use them over and over again, right? An evergreen video like a, thanks for filling out this form on my website. Uh, or you can live record again with any of those tool sets that I mentioned in your Gmail inbox or in Outlook or in our web app or whatever. And um, so we blend the recording, encoding, hosting, sending, and thumbnailing, although we don't do a thumbnail. I'll talk about that in just a sec. We do all that for you on the fly, so you don't have to think about it. You do all of this kind of in one step and then just send it. And we have uh, patent-pending proprietary video encoding software so or that we built in-house. So your video is encoding while you're recording it, so there's no waiting. So for example, if you wanted to record and send a video in Facebook Messenger, the time to encode that video, like from the time you hit stop on the recording, you have to wait about 60% longer in order for that thing to actually send. So if you record a you know, one minute video, you're going to wait another 40 seconds to have it actually leave. So you're doubling the amount of time it takes. Last, last note here is that we take the first three seconds of your video and turn it into an animated preview. We loop the first three seconds so that, and we did a bunch of testing on this. Ultimately, what we landed on produced a 48% lift in video play rate compared to the way we were doing it before, which included a static thumbnail. And so, uh, so we even do that too. So it looks and feels like a video and that three seconds gives you the chance to do something fun or interesting or engaging or allow you to communicate uh, that you made this video just for one particular person or that you're answering a very specific question so that it's for a specific segment or target of people. Very cool. That's a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff I know. Uh, no, but I, I mean, I love the increase in play rate because that's important. Getting people to watch your video, getting them to it, play and then watch it. Um, what are the elements of a great video, uh, a great video in an email? Sure. So, uh, you know, I just kind of blew by it a little bit. I think because this is a new style, like people have been doing video for years, actually decades. People have been doing digital video with inexpensive cameras and all of these distribution platforms we have now for, let's say, 10 years or so, you know. Uh, YouTube really came up, uh, Instagram video, Facebook video, videos in LinkedIn, videos on our home pages, et cetera, right? We've been doing video for a long time. It is, of course, less expensive and less time consuming than ever. Uh, but this, st- th- this style of video in email um, that isn't necessarily mass blast, right? Because you could take a YouTube video and put it into a MailChimp email and send it to your database of 1,800 or 18,000 or 180,000 people. That's not exactly what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about, hey, Ian, thank you so much for the time on the show today. When you asked me about this, I forgot to mention the other thing. Check it out. I added a link right down below. Man, I appreciate you so much, right? And in the case that we've never met before, you're going to feel like, do you know me before you ever meet me? Or I'm going to communicate something more clearly. Or I'm going to answer your question more effectively or whatever. So that's what I'm talking about is, is, uh, is this uh, lighter, simpler style of video in place of typed out text in an email. And so when people come to this thought and then turn it into an action and they say, okay, I'm going to do this, there's a tendency to think that the video is just magic and the people are just going to want to play. Like, I put so much time and care into this. Why wouldn't everyone play this video? So A, video is not magic. It's not going to magically cure all your ills. 
like so many people sell things. That's not how we sell our software uh, because it's foolish to set up these false expectations. And so a framework that I've designed for folks to be effective, getting their videos played and ultimately getting their call to action delivered, no matter what that CTA might be, is, you know, who is it for? What's in it for them? right? So often we come to any marketing effort or sales effort and think, okay, how can I get my desired outcome served as the marketer or salesperson? Instead, of course, when we put people first and say, what is their motivation? Why should they open this email? Why should they play this video? When we're clear on that in advance, we can make that clear in the subject line. And then you use at least one line of text to compel the video play. And it needs to be tied to that value. What is someone going to get? What are they going to learn? Uh, what are they going to experience? Why should they watch the video? And you include text to do that. Then you use the animated preview also to highlight uh, the detail or the value or the level of interest or specificity that's in the video. And then you use at least one line of text to drive the call to action. So the video is going to help drive the call to action, right? It's going to humanize the message, bring it to life a little bit, add some energy to it because sales is exclusively the transfer of emotion. So it allows you to kind of fire that message up a little bit and then drive the call to action. Include a line of text for those people that don't play the video or intended to, but are going to get to it later. Include a line of text to drive the call to action. Don't just send a video alone is the bottom line there. Last note, if you're going through a step-by-step process or you have a few levels of detail, or you have a date, time, and location, don't hide that exclusively in the video. If you want to drive by those points in the video, do that. But out of courtesy for the reader, and of course, to improve your results, you might summarize some of the the detail, detail stuff in maybe a bullet point list uh, along in the text as well. That's, wow, that's fantastic information. And that's really, really good. I mean, I think this is important for salespeople, uh, for anyone, especially that has a human aspect. And speaking of human aspects, you wrote, you guys have a book too on humanizing video for sales, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. It's called Rehumanize Your Business, uh, how personal videos accelerate sales and improve customer experience. Awesome. And tell me a little bit about, you know, why is this important? Why, you know, obviously you said transfer emotion, but why, how is video humanizing the experience? Yeah, I think, um, I'll just, I'll start this one with a, with a little story. So I was a solo marketing guy for the company for years, for, for about four years, I was the marketing department. So I've sent millions and millions of emails and, uh, So I would get, of course, you know, a lot of replies and inquiries and things. And so just recording a video response back is going to save me a mountain of time by talking instead of typing. If someone has a, a, you know, sometimes I'll forward stuff into sales or forward it into support, but I also deal with that stuff that's kind of in that gray area uh, so that I can keep those channels clean for their, for their best purpose, um, sales and, and CS. And so I would deal with a lot of them directly instead of just typing a bunch of stuff up and sending some links. Um, it, it was easier and more effective. And people have now have a connection. Like I'm a real person inside this company where it goes bad too. It's super effective. I hate you. Why are you in my inbox? Get me off your list. You know, I'm going to mark you for spam, right? That person that's like, I don't want this email. No joke. 30% of the time, every single time I would get one of those, I would send a video back. Hey, name of person. I would greet them by name. I would include a little whiteboard with their name on it. Uh, Apology and next steps, you know, Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, it's Ethan. Just want to let you know I got your email. I am so sorry. It doesn't do me or you 
any value whatsoever to send you email you don't want to get. I want to let you know that I've personally manually unsubscribed you in both systems that we use to send video email or to send emails. Hey, if you ever want to do what I'm doing now, which is just talk to people through your inbox, let me know. I'd be happy to resubscribe you. And, uh, and uh, it, it, regardless, either way, continued success to you. Have an awesome day, right? About a third of the time, I'll get people to do a full 180 because it's about they're just angry, they're confused, they're frustrated. And when you allow them to be seen and heard, hey man, I hear you. You don't want that. I sent it to you. I'm super sorry, but I'm another dude on the other side of this. I'm not perfect. I'm a normal person. I'm trying to do my job too. I want to take care of you. Like it's just all that stuff. When you can do that in a way that shows that you paid them time and attention and that you see and hear them and you understand their question or concern or opportunity, that is what it means at a fundamental level to rehumanize the process. Love that. Um, you know, that, and I think that's a super valuable tool because we all get, if you're sending out an email, you're going to upset some people. Uh, what are some of the other ways that, you know, we can be using video and email. Where, where are some other situations that we can use in? Sure. I mean, let's speak to the sales process. Actually, I'll give you a high-level strategy in general. So whether you are in sales or marketing or customer service or leadership or management, you have some kind of a life cycle. And it's either with your customers and future customers or, with its, or it's with your team members and future team members, Right. So we're going to look at your touch points along that process. In a sales process or or a customer onboarding, they're much more obvious. So let's speak to the sales process. You have some way to generate some leads or opportunities. You have some phone calls, maybe some text messages, maybe some emails. You have a primary goal, which is scheduling appointment. You have a secondary goal of holding the appointment or the demo or whatever. Uh, Ultimately, then you want to convert. Maybe you want to convert straight out of an email. You look at all these touch points and what you're trying to get done, and you're immediately going to see places where you can uh, bring the brand to life or create a human connection or prove that you are uh, someone of warmth and competence that is available to serve, you're going to start to immediately see points where emotion or subtlety or nuance or enthusiasm or sincerity or gratitude or concern can be played more effectively than sending the same black text on the same white screen as all of your competitors do, as you do historically. Um, And that stuff doesn't bring you to life. It doesn't differentiate you. Um, And so you're going to start to see these spots. So to get more specific, cold prospecting and initial outreach, when you pair a voicemail with a video email, you are going to dramatically improve the likelihood that you get an email reply or a, vo- or a return phone call or that you're going to connect on the next call. And in the voicemail, you say, hey, so-and-so, I'm such-and-such from this company. I'm reaching out to you because I have some specific value for you. Here's the call to action. And then in the video email, you say, um, hey, so-and-so, I'm such-and-such. I'm the guy that left you that voicemail. Just want to put a face with the name, let you know that I'm here to help, and this is the unique thing that we do, and uh, just five minutes of your time, blah, blah, blah. When you pair those two together, again, you're not just a faceless voicemail anymore. You're not just a plain email signature. Um, So that's one really great use. You're going to wind up with responsive and non-responsive leads, right? Responsive leads, someone who returned an email, uh, replied to an email with a question, uh, or maybe even scheduled an appointment, or maybe even held an appointment or a demo or something else. 
then it goes cold because their attention gets turned somewhere else or they go on a two-week vacation and it just kind of falls off. And so ideally you'd have in your CRM as a salesperson a note on everything you've achieved so far and what's next. And so you just time block a half an hour once a week and you reach all of your responsive leads to keep those opportunities moving forward. Same thing with unresponsive leads. Those people that are out there lurking, they may be filled out a form on the website. They're getting some automated stuff that they may be interacting with, but they've never communicated with a human. um, And that is a desirable outcome, let's say, in your process. You can use those uh, video emails on a truly personal basis to, again, just kind of create this opportunity for them to reply and engage, have a conversation, know that there are real people and it's not just some machine that's operating in order to take money out of your pocket, that instead you're a professional looking to be of service and value. So there's just a couple ideas straight away. Awesome. Those are fantastic ideas. So you talked about, you know, just to switch directions just a little bit on your marketing, you talked about being the only marketer for a while, and obviously now you're not. Tell me a little bit how you've grown BombBomb, how you all have gone about growing your business. Sure. Um, When I joined, it was uh, in like late 2011. And we had a couple hundred customers. We were running some Google ads around video email and, and, you know, picking up some business, trying to work some of the relationships that we had. So we had a, there are a ton of nonprofits in Colorado Springs, like headquarters. And so we're doing some nonprofit work. Um, but often that's like decision by committee. Um, and so we were taking business from a variety of folks and a, a really prolific, uh, at the time, um, real estate marketer salesperson wrote a blog post about us and just blew up our phones. And, and so we reach out to him. He's now our CMO years after he wrote that post. Uh, he eventually joined our team, but he reached out and said, Hey, you need to go to this real estate conference. And so we go there and we almost double the business in three days on a trade show floor. And the difference was instead of decision by committee on whether or not we have 300 bucks for this software, every single real estate agent has his or her own P&L. They get to make all their own expense decisions and they can, you know, they're independent contractors. And so that set us off on a course to focus all of our discretionary time and money, right? We're taking business from a variety of folks because when you think about what we do, almost anyone working in a professional capacity can benefit from it, but it's this focus you need to focus and you need to say yes, yes, yes to a particular stripe of opportunity. So when you, as as you're listening to this, no matter where you are in your business, especially if you're early though, when you find some sense of product market fit, work it. Do some of our competitors use that against us now, years later, now that we're doing business with uh, all kinds of people? Yeah, they do that. They're just for real estate people or they're just for mortgage people. And it's true. We have served thousands and thousands of real estate and mortgage people over the years um, and continue to do a ton of business with the same style of person, a financial advisor, a financial consultant, an automotive salesperson, an insurance salesperson, these people that need to build relationship, know that video can help them build relationship because who they are is so fundamental to the service that they provide. Um, but we're also working with Fortune 100 companies and entire sales teams and entire CS teams and, you know, a wide variety of people now. But I, I would say that um, it's going to sound a little soft, but core values, mission, and the way the product is delivered, that alignment is critical. 
and finding that product market fit and not being afraid to focus on something, even though it means you're not doing other things. Like we're all, we're bootstrapped, you know, we're not sitting on 80 million in VC. And so we have to say no to opportunities and we have to really pour gas where there's already fire. And so uh, I think that was really, really critical for us. And we've gotten to a depth of relationship in a couple of industries through that focus that we would have never achieved otherwise. And it's been really valuable and informative for us. That's great. Um, and so now, are you still doing a lot of trade shows? Where, where does your primary lead generation now for you all? Uh, you know, we benefit a ton from word of mouth because we were, you know, uh, among, if I'd say one of the one of, if not the primary first mover in the space. Again, we've been at this for over a decade now. And um, so we, and it's a, and it's a remarkable service, right? It's the kind of thing where you might reply and say, oh, that's cool. How did you do that? Right? So um, we, we benefit a ton from word of mouth. We execute trade shows very well. We found that we do them well and they're useful for us. Uh, we know how to follow up on the spot to close deals on the spot, as well as, you know, follow up, follow up over time and continue to capitalize on the initial investment even months later. Um, so, you know, a, a variety of activities. I would say that um, we could be even better in like a hardcore digital marketing sense. I think we've primarily led by education, training, relationship, word of mouth, uh, and trade shows. I wouldn't say that we're expert at kind of like the hardcore nuts and bolts funnel oriented digital marketing stuff. I mean, we do it reasonably well, but, um, I would say that I would, I would characterize our marketing efforts in that way. Interesting. And how, how are you all using video to grow your business? Uh, of course we're doing, um, you know, video-based shows and short trainings and interviews and things in IGTV and Facebook and YouTube. We put videos in almost all of our blog posts. Uh, we do webinars. Every single one of our sales calls is a video, live video call. Um, our onboarding and training, of course, is uh, studded with uh, videos as appropriate. You can't send video all the time, by the way. It, you know, people, you need to mix it up. Just like you don't, you're, you're, your only method of reaching a potential customer is not by phone. You don't just keep call, 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 call. You know, you mix in some, some emails and some, maybe some direct mail. You got to mix it all up. But um, we do a lot of our nurturing and onboarding uh, with video messages as well. Um, I think this commitment, there are a number of us that are committed to, um, you know, some people call it eating your own dog food. I, you know, that has such a negative connotation because why would anyone eat dog food? <laughs> you know, even the people at the dog food factory don't want to eat dog food. I don't really love it, but you know, because, because what we're doing when we're using our own product to connect and communicate with people, we're not just demoing the product and proving its value, even though that's happening, we do it because it's a better way to reply to people and reach out to people and build relationships with people. So I think that helps a lot as well. Um, you know, doing what we, you know, practicing what we preach, um, not just to demonstrate it, but because it's a better way. Very cool. Uh, and, and that's, uh, that's great advice. And you mentioned onboarding and I think onboarding is a critical, critical thing that most companies don't do well. Um, what are the videos that you, when you say you onboard a new, let's say onboard a new client or even onboard a prospect, what are the videos that you're sending out? 
Yeah. So ours are always based, I'll generalize this so anyone can turn it into action. Um, you know, ours is built around the most common questions. Why do people start a free trial, but not convert? Or why do people sign up as a paid customer and not renew? Uh, what do people who have signed up as customers and been with us for four years, what was critical to their first 90 days, right? What are the frequently asked questions? What are the points of excitement and what are the points of friction? Write those down. And if you don't know them, pick up the phone and talk to people. Talk to people who left you and talk to people who've stayed. Talk to people who've bought from you 10 times. Talk to people who filled out a couple forms but never bought once. What are they wondering about? What are they concerned about? What, are they, what did they discover on their own that they wish they knew earlier, right? So generically, I would lump all this into frequently asked questions. And so you know, we pay attention to that all the time through a variety of feedback channels and we'll uh, periodically review them, A, to see, of course, how those emails are performing. Um, you know, is the subject line good? Is, are people clicking through and signing up for the training webinar, et cetera? But that's the deep tactical stuff at a high level from a strategic standpoint. What are the keys to success and what are the points of failure and how can you teach to those things and create excitement and awareness around those things uh, through some video messages where you record the video once and you use it over and over again. And if you build that into a sequence, no matter how you stack that drip campaign or that email sequence, there's a good chance you can turn it into a blog series. Uh, there's a good chance you could turn it into a YouTube playlist. And you can take these video pieces to frequently ask questions and turn them into, into other pieces of content as well. It's just, it seems like a no brainer to me and, and not that we're doing it perfectly, but that's kind of our approach. Fantastic. That's, uh, you know, it's something we do too. We stress with clients, you know, frequently ask questions. These are stuff that we need to be sending out and stay in regular communication. Not just saying, sending emails saying, Hey, do you want to do business? Uh, <laughs> right. right. Over and over yeah. again. Hey, it's been 30 days since I asked you to buy. So here we are. Would you like to buy? <laughs> yeah. And that's where people, I think that's an important thing that people equate email marketing with just asking someone to buy. A lot of people do that. And it's not that it's those things that you just said. And I think that what you just said in the past two minutes, it's chock full of super valuable advice. So if you've listened to this bookmark that go back to it because i think that is fantastic um so you know when it comes to th these emails and we we're talking about data and, and getting in there you mentioned that what is some of this you know it's always data is always interesting to me and you know thousands of people sending thousands of videos you must have some pretty interesting data what are some surprising video data that you've come up with recently um, you know, one was that project that we did to figure out how to help increase play rates. Um, another, you know, we, so that was a, again, a, like a 48, 49% lift. Um, you know, people are reporting more clicks through their emails, like 87% of people say they get more clicks through their emails. One in four says they doubled or more than doubled their click rate. Uh, 81% of people report getting more replies and responses to their emails. I think it's 15% say they doubled or more than doubled their reply rate. Um, and then, you know, softer side stuff, ability to stay in touch. So if you're, if you're listening to the show and you're more of a uh, consultant type where you're not looking to move, you know, massive volumes of people through, you're looking to build relationships and to be of deep value in someone's business uh, or, or some other aspect of their life, 
you know, for a long period of time, this ability to stay in touch effectively to generate referrals, uh, people report that back as well. Um, you know, you know, for me, it's this, the anecdotal stuff I hear all the time is people feel like they know me before they ever meet me. I hear that constantly. Uh, and I hear when I do this, it works, but I, but you know, I, I just kind of struggle to make it a habit. And so to that, I would just offer folks, like, if you get going with this, create a couple of triggers, right? So I've talked around a variety of things. We talked about mass email where you record a video once, drop it in, and let's say your newsletter. So I was sending a a video email newsletter. Now someone else does it on our behalf internally inside BombBomb. But, um, you know, I used to record a video for the newsletter and send it to, you know, 110,000 people. So that's one way to do it. Another way is what we just talked about with like a nurturing or onboarding, which is a record it once and use it over and over and over again as it's relevant to that individual person. So that's like an evergreen, use it over and over. But this truly personal video, this is the big, big separator. So if you are in leadership or management, create a habit of once a week, re, you know, keeping notes on, you know, positive feedback you hear in meetings and reach out to those people. Hey, Jennifer, it's Bob, the CEO, or it's Bob, the head of sales. Tim told me about your success this week. I know you worked really hard on that account, man. I am just so proud that you got that deal closed and it's been two years since you've been with us. You're just such an awesome, valuable member of the team, continued success to you, right? These little things. And so either time block or create the triggers, identify the triggers. If you get customer inquiries regularly and you start, you read the customer's question, you're about to reply and you're about to type up what you think might be a, you know, one and a half to four paragraph answer, stop, just hit record and talk to people. So look for the triggers and then be willing to get, you know, it takes a little while to get comfortable doing this. It gets comfortable. It takes a little while to get comfortable on camera for starters, but then also this is a new muscle, right? Generations ago, people did not sell with a telephone. And then at some point, all the salespeople walked into the, into the office one day and their phones on all the desk. And it's like, it's time to sell with the phone. <laughs> like, what is this about? I'm used to walking into people's offices and selling hand to hand with a handshake. Like, I don't know if I can do this. This is not different than that. It's a new skill. It's a new muscle, but it's built in all the skills that you've already developed, which is how do I build a relationship? How do I build trust and rapport? How do I prove value? And this just gives you a new, better way to do it at scale. It's you at scale. And so the idea that you're just going to get into this and it's going to be amazing out of the gate and you're going to be perfectly natural and you're going to start doing it five times a day or 10 times a day, which might sound like a lot, it really isn't. Um, that's unlikely. It's more likely that you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable, that you're going to struggle to make it a habit. But I encourage you to either, again, time block or to have very specific triggers where when this happens, I do that. When I see that one of my high value clients has a positive piece of news on Facebook or LinkedIn, I'm going to reach out with a video hey, saw your son made captain of the soccer team, super proud of him. Man, it's been too long since I've seen you and your son. Uh, I hope he has an awesome season and, you know, reach out. I'd love to catch up, right? These, these little things that add up over time that show, again, that gift of time and attention. It's so valuable, especially in today's day and age where we're so connected and so disconnected. So connected and so disconnected. But I, you made an important point at the, right early on there. Uh, people feeling like they know you. 
Um, and uh, let's talk a little bit about that because it's important. But we we uh, before this we never before video we never really had a way for people to feel like they know us, really feel like they know us because you can't do that through email. You can't. I mean, unless it, someone reads your book, I think that might be a chance of it. But uh, I think video is the only way to do that. How? Tell me how that transforms your business and your relationships and your ability to sell. Right. I mean, it's, it's this, um, I use a, a psychological term, propinquity. Uh, propinquity is the, uh, is the liking and attraction to somebody. It's created through, through familiarity, which is created through exposure. And you can create propinquity, this psychological nearness or psychological proximity by being physically proximate right? If you and I got together every single Tuesday at Bob's diner for lunch, we would have this, but we don't have the time and we can't overcome the distance to do it with all of our customers all the time. And so the simple exposure alone breeds familiarity and liking. These are the kinds of feelings that we need to get the grace we need when we fail people because we fail people. All of us in our businesses, as perfect as we think we are and as perfect as our family members and friends might tell us we are, we are going to fail customers, we're going to fail prospects, and uh, we're going to try to um, under-promise and over-deliver, but sometimes that gets flipped on its head. This is the kind of thing that th- this, this familiarity, this liking, this affinity uh, toward you is a halo effect to your company and your brand. This is what we need to get through the hard times. This is what we need when someone's on the fence. Am I going to renew or not? Am I going to repeat purchase or not? Yeah, man, he's just such a nice guy. Or yeah, I just really like that guy. Or, you know, these are the kinds of things that we need. And so even if you're not an individual practitioner, a handful of folks within your company doing this breeds that for the company overall. And so um, it's this, this, it's a classic no like and trust stuff. I mean, it's not revolutionary. It's just a it's just a new way to do what we've always been trying to do, which is connect and communicate and convert. Yes, and but it's powerful too because when someone sees your face and hears your voice, it's completely different than reading text. Um, yes, and it, it's absolutely crucial for that. Well, and when when you hit send on that typed out text email, you're completely giving away complete control over how it's read. The person who is opening up your email in this moment, wake up on the wrong side of the bed, just get chewed out by their boss or just close an awesome deal or just get, you know, the the best news of the week. I mean, you're giving away all that control. Whereas in a video, you get to control the emotional tone and there's no confusing it because for millennia, we've been uh, taught, we're just deeply innately wired to read all of this stuff off of one another as, as fellow human beings for our own self-interest around trust-based themes. And so this ability, if you're sincere about the work that you do, video is a winning play for you because people will feel it off you when you're able to communicate it through video. Likewise, if you're transaction-minded and you're not sincere in the value that you're offering, do not use this style of video because people can feel it. We... We, you know that feeling you get like two seconds after you meet someone, you're like, yeah, I really like this guy or I'm not so sure about her, right? This kind of thing, this gut reaction. Part of that is built in this disconnect between they're saying one thing, but my brain is reading something completely different off of him or her, right? The micro expressions and all these other things that we can get deeply into. 
That disconnect, we have millennia of brain training behind this and we're super, super good at it. And so uh, that's the upside and the downside of using this style of video. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when we talk about, my, I mean, I'm getting some micro expressions and all that, but we, we were, you know, we forget, and I tell this people all the time, we forget that there was a time when our face was our only language and you know, that we, we could read people's faces and their gestures because there was no verbal communication. So how powerful is that? But you have to be authentic in it. You really do. Um, it's a valid point. Awesome. Ethan, so before we go, is there, you know, one specific other tip that you would give them for their video emails to get them opened, to get them watched, to make them work as as best as possible? Yeah, I would say, um, obviously, again, be clear on what's in it for them. So often when someone needs to like send out an email or reply to an email or whatever, it's like, how do I get my outcome? Honestly, if you just flip that on its head and think what's in it for this other person and why should they behave, you're going to be far, far better off. Specific to the style of, of video email, do not use scripts. It's foolishness. People can like feel it like you know who you're reaching out to, you know why you're reaching out, you know what you need to communicate, you know what your call to action is. Just talk to people. They can feel that. Uh, and so um, smile, don't use a script. Um, if you're using something like BombBomb and we have that animated preview, capitalize on those first three seconds. Some people do something surprising or delightful. Other people do something simple like use a notepad or a whiteboard to you know, get in there the idea that this is just for you or I'm going to answer this question or I have a specific tip or detail. Um, and you know, I, people often ask about length. How long should these be? I say get out as soon as possible say everything you need to and nothing more. It may take you three minutes to do that. And that's okay. I don't like worry a lot about whether it's, you know, a minute and 10 seconds or a minute and 40. Sometimes the only time I re-record a video isn't because I messed up or skipped a detail. I can always type that in down below. It's because I do a message and I say, you know what, I could do that in half the time and be just as effective. I want to respect the other person's time. So those are just a few thoughts off the top of my head. Awesome. Well, that's great advice. Uh, so if you guys are interested, go to bombbomb.com and the book is at uh, bombbomb.com forward slash book. Surprise. Uh, all those links will be in the show notes. Ethan, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for hosting the conversation. Love the work that you're up to. And I appreciate you being a video advocate and practitioner yourself. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to the Garlic Marketing Show. This has been Ian Garlic, and thanks for taking us on your journey. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special 
insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. Facebook.